Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Welcome to Angaza Sasa. This is your host, Reverend Brian Odiambo, lead pastor at Zion's Gate Tabernacle. I'd like us to purpose in our hearts to ensure that we make God's word the center stage of all that we decide to think of, all that we decide to do. This is because if we had better options, then those options would have been the yardstick of our lives. That you're listening to this broadcast is reason enough to convince you that this is where your heart is, that your heart is in God. This is an indication that you either trust God or you have tasted many waters and have realized that it is only God that is trustworthy. It could also be that you have so many unanswered questions. Well, I don't have the answers to these questions. All I know is God can be trusted. We are because God made us. God did not place us here for no reason. Amen. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 12 to 14, God speaks to his children when they seeked him in prayer, in tears, and in pain. Then he responded and said, Then shall he call upon me, and he shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me, and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations, and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place where I caused you to be carried away captive. If you look at the portion of that scripture that we've just read, there is a lot of me and I. In the process of a lot of me's and I's, you also see an aspect of ownership, of entitlement, an aspect of power. Amen. An aspect of control. So if you're asking yourself, why should I pray? You should pray because the one that you are addressing or the one that you are before right now in tears, in pain, in confusion, understands, hears, is interested in you. He genuinely loves you and is going to respond to your prayer because you have decided to take yourself to him. This question, why pray, is a question we think we don't ask, but we ask it. We don't ask it in our conscious thinking processes, but in our subconscious, we ask this question a lot. Why pray? You see, this is a question someone who lost their loved one in the hospital. They decided to fast and pray, and yet their loved one die asks, why should I pray? This is a question someone who has lost more than one husband asks, why should I pray? Someone who has lost more than one child to crime or to diseases asks, this is a question 
Someone who's born blind asks, Why pray? This is a question someone who was raped asks, Why pray? Someone who thieves met when he was going to church, attacked and paralyzed asks, Why should I pray? Probably they were coming from an overnight prayer and were met with the thugs and thugs beat them, destroyed their lives, asks, Why pray? So this is a question when you see, we don't assume. Because things are moving on right in your life. You may ask yourself, what kind of question is this? This is a question someone who has met injustices since childhood asks. This is a question a street child asks, why pray? This is a question a servant of God who has been serving God honestly. But things keep going from bad to us asks, why should I pray? This is a question a pastor's wife asks, why pray? This is a question a child without parents asks, why should I pray? I will not answer why we should pray. But in the process of the sharing of the word, we will see why should I pray? Whenever we are asking a question, we are already armed with answers. Sometimes we don't want to believe those answers. Because those answers are obvious. But we don't want those answers. They are so obvious. When we trust in God's word and his power as he does himself, the prayers we make becomes atomic bombs, which when released has the capacity to render powerless the limitations we face and to bring to mortal the reality and science we tangibly seek. Prayer is not just magic. Prayer is everything. Prayer is powerful. And so if you're listening, you are at a place, you're asking yourself why pray. You are in the right place. Dearly beloved, God is able. That's the truth. But we have to see God's word in his own light, his perspective. Believe him for who he says he is. Because God's word is his logic, we must understand that it has no flaws. And God's word does not need your approval or mine as a verification badge. It doesn't. We don't need to approve God's word to make it authentic. God's word is already a living proof. Why? We exist because of God's word. The world and all its belonging is because God spoke. Look at the fish of the sea, the beasts of the land, birds of the air, the air we breathe. Name it. All these are because God spoke. An assurance that God's word is true. So this is one thing we must clutch on. God's word. It's permanent. We must therefore intentionally intensify our trust towards a godly trajectory. And while at this, we must also do it intentionally. And never be swayed from God's perspective over his word. We must align our hearts, our minds, and our ways to God's word. And to himself. This is the filthy that God wants from us. This is how he wants us to honor him. This is loving God and choosing him when otherwise have given us options to bolt out of, from God. And otherwise in this case may be seeking alternatives. But that you have chosen God instead of the otherwise is a direction showing that you trust God, that you have chosen to be a believer, one who has given their life to Christ, one who has decided to be a disciple of Jesus and a doer of the word. It means you are a person whose heart is inclined towards God. I'm telling you this, you shall enjoy the benefits enlisted in God's word now because than before you have begun seeing the light. 
Amen. This is why you are here right now. Even if you are listening, shedding tears, you are listening in disbelief, you are still trying to figure out whether to pray or not. But because you are listening to this broadcast, it's reason enough. Our faith in God while praying is only possible when there is an established trust between one and God. And while at it, there is a truth system established that defines a certain order. We don't go to God with our own mind, with our own understanding. This is why there has to be an established truth system. There has to be an established truth system that will define an order. This is the only way that God can declutter things that makes you ask yourself questions like, why pray? God, why should I pray yet? My only brother died in the hospital while I watch. God, why should I pray? When the day I was coming from a prayer night, I am attacked by thugs. God, why should I pray? When while I was in the church, Thieves broke into my house and carried away everything that I had bought with my own hard-earned money. God, why should I pray when of all the people at my workplace, I'm the only one who lost their job? God, why should I pray when my business is the only one that thugs broke into at night and lifted everything? God, why should I pray when among my family members I'm the only one struggling financially? Why should I pray? Yet where I work, I am the only one who deserves promotion currently, but it keeps slipping. Why should I pray? Yet I am the only one that each time is singled out and has been a victim of injustice on and on and on and on and on and on. God, why should I pray yet I was raped? In the book of Romans chapter 14 from verses 7 to 8, interestingly, this is what the Bible says. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dies to himself. Verse 8, for whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are of the Lord's. I may not answer a question concerning why pray. But look at what the Bible says there. You are of God's regardless of your past, of your present, of your future. Regardless of what happened, you are of God. Amen. And because you are of God, you are still forced to believe in a truth system that God has established as an order while you pray you know because you were raped thugs broke into your home you lost a loved one you still need god because unlike everyone you have experienced a reality that tells you that nothing in this life is permanent nothing in this life is as beautiful as people want to imagine amen the heart you have experienced is a reality that there's more to life than the things we have placed our hopes in. And like someone who has never encountered death so close like you have, you, you know that indeed there 
is a reality people do not know. Amen. Now, one of the truth system that God has established as an order is that now faith. In the book of Hebrews 11, the Bible says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith. Not just faith. Now an assurance that as I am praying right now, I have faith now. In response, God is in position to respond now. So while one is praying, you not only pray as a tradition or do it just for the sake that if at all God sees it fit, he will come through for me. That I will pray right now, then have faith in the future. No. When praying, you must be sure God is in position to come through for you. And that whatever challenges and conditions you are facing that is denying you joy, it is his will that every need be met and that is why you pray with this confidence. And that is in position to respond now. We not only go to God praying, saying that, whatever. If he'll do it tomorrow, then let it be. Not like that. Another order is that God is. God is. Amen. God is. Hallelujah. God is. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 6, the Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. He is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is. Is, in this case, takes us back to his personness. To his almightiness. Which means... Is, is accepting God heals those wounds that are festering in you, that God delivers. Whatever place you are in right now, God delivers. That God saves. That God lifts. That God redeems. That there is no God besides him. That there is no situation that is above him. That God forgives sin and so forth. God is, this is an order, a system that we must have in mind as we approach God in prayer. This established order helps us in focusing on God. Thus, we are not lips praying, but heart praying. What I mean by lips praying is just blabbering and your heart is empty. No, we pray with our hearts full with expectations. What I mean here is we pray knowing that who we are in his presence is mightier than our troubles, mightier than our thoughts, mightier than our failures, mightier than our pains. He is mightier than our expectations. He says in his word, it has not entered the heart of man that no eye has seen, no ear has heard what he has prepared for them that love him. This is why I'm saying that this order, God is, is realizing that God is mightier even than our expectations. This means, child of God, that God is restoring the breaches in your life, healing the chronic diseases that doctors cannot address. Making favors available for you who has been trusting him for a job opening, for a spouse, giving you victory over that court case. Amen. 
that God is handing you that promotion you have been waiting for, but things keep playing you each time the promotion gets nearer. Maybe you are now tired. Amen. You whose promotion keeps delaying, in the powerful name of Jesus, I destroy every spirit of delay and proclaim God's grace over it. The grace of God that shall silence every suppression against your life and that position. And that grace of God will magnify your name in the lips and the hearts of the decision makers. Hallelujah. The two orders that I have mentioned above are examples of places God keeps speaking about loudly but because our hearts are away from him because we are encompassed in our fears in the question why pray it blinds us god knows the effect of these two orders when we realize the power in the two orders i've mentioned we now have the confidence while praying while reading his word while we are in the fellowship of other brethren while we are serving him while we are praising him and while we are worshiping him I release right now the authority of God to that situation you're facing, to that loss you're experiencing. I speak the power of the name Jesus in your life concerning your health, concerning that business, concerning the state of your home, concerning your parents, concerning your loved ones, concerning your ministry, servant of God, concerning your marriage, concerning your job, concerning that dilemma you are facing right now, concerning that choice that you have to make. I speak salvation in your life right now. Right now, I proclaim in the name that is above every name over that child who is unruly, that disappeared. I speak recovery in the life of your child who is into addiction and crime. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I pray that let the person hearing this voice right now and as a faith in your name and power be liberated, be set free from the bondage of the affliction of the fetuses of the devil. Let them be set free from alcoholism, from addictions, from intoxications that steal their money, that steal their joy, that steal their peace. Let them be set free from addictions and immoral lifestyles that the enemy has imprisoned them in. Let them be set free from sin. Lord God, convict them, O oh Lord God, today and set them free. Jesus. As I finish, I want you to know this. God can be trusted. God changes everything. I want you to know this, that as we read in the book of Romans chapter 14, 7 to 8, we belong to God and not ourselves. This is reason enough to pray. So don't hurt alone. Develop a culture and lifestyle of communicating with God throughout, not periodically, throughout. Because only Jesus has the power to heal you, to deliver you, to answer those prayers. Some of these life-heartening questions that you would want people to answer us, only God can answer them. While in communication with God, He is in a position to speak to you, to answer your questions, to reveal himself to you, and to give you the confidence that you need 
and to give you all the reasons you need to pray. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Amen.